0: I mean, I believe like 2018 is the year for women. (laughs) So I feel like we're only going to see more of this. Yeah. And it's critical we start talking about it so that women don't feel, or men, feel alone. Mm -hmm. Um, Because right now I think so many of them feel inflated, that like you should just be able to get pregnant right away. And that's not the case. Right. Um, We should be there to support one another and empower women with knowledge. And I'm grateful to just be a part of that Be a part
1: of that, yeah. yeah. Hi guys, that was a little preview into my conversation with my friend Susie Welsh Divine. A little bit more background, Susie and I grew up in the same area right outside Philadelphia and we are right around the same age. I'm 30 and Susie is 29. Susie has an incredible startup story that I'm super excited to share with you. As we know, infertility is a hot topic right now. At least one in eight couples struggle with infertility and around 7.4 million women. While Susie was an IVF and fertility nurse at Penn Fertility Care, she became passionate about helping women struggling with infertility on a larger level. So just over two years ago, Susie founded a company called Binto, short for Bun in the Oven, which is a women's health company developed to partner with you on the journey to parenthood. Binto curates all the best fertility and pregnancy products on the market. If you subscribe to Pinto every month, they will deliver to your door a box of safe and effective products and supplements that will best match your body's needs on the journey to pregnancy. It's so convenient and also so much more cost-effective than going to the local CVS or pharmacy, trying to figure out what vitamins or probiotics will best suit you. I love not only listening to Susie's entrepreneurial story, but also very grateful she was able to educate me on infertility given that millions of couples and women all over the world struggle with this on a daily basis. Hope you enjoy it as much as I did. Okay, ready? Welcome, yeah. Susie, to High Five Success Stories. Thanks for being here. Um, and I always do a little bit of background on how we know each other. Okay. So um, you went to Agnes Erin and I went to Notre Dame. Yep. Those schools are like five minutes from one <laughs> another. And then you also just married Pat Devine mm-hmm. this past fall, 2017. Yep. And Pat and I went to grade school together for 10 years. He was a year older. But um, so we've gotten to know each other, you know, within the past five years or so. Yeah, we have. And the other reason I'm really excited besides because we're friends is um, I think infertility is a really hot topic. Um, I was telling you earlier, I just interviewed the Dudley Stevens sisters. You know, if anyone hasn't listened to that, it's a plug in for that podcast. Um, But Lauren Dudley Stevens, one of the co-founders, was kind enough to share her um, story with infertility and the emotional roller coaster. It took her and her husband, I think, like two years to get pregnant. Um, So I'm excited to have you here because I think our conversation could really help listeners who, you know, might be struggling with infertility and letting them know that they're not alone in this battle. Um, and then I also was doing random research, and I read like Mark Zuckerberg and his wife struggled with it. Yeah, they So do. a lot of
0: celebrities sl- sl- struggle with it too. Yeah, at interesting. Least one in eight couples in yeah. the US struggle with infertility, and about seven point four million women right. in the US. Okay. Uh, so it definitely impacts a lot of people. Right. Um, not just here in the United States, but around the world, and it's only going to continue to sort of impact our lives. Yeah. Women continue to stay in the workforce and grow on come on to be leaders and they wanna to wait to have children. Right. So it's definitely a really hot, hot topic, topic right now. Yeah. And it's important that we educate women and men about sort of fertility and you know, what are the steps to sort of maintain it definitely. or at least have the knowledge to figure out. For sure. sure. I do. Mm-hmm. Um, so
1: I thought before we dive into Vinto, because I want yeah. to learn more about it, um, <laughs> I thought you could give a little bit of background about yourself, you know, where you grew up, went to school, mm-hmm. and then you know how the idea came to you.
0: Sure. So I grew up, as you said, mm-hmm. in Haverford. So here on the main line, mm-hmm. I went to Agnes Irwin. K through 12. Okay, a lifer. So that was, yeah, I was a lifer. Yeah. And then I went from there to UVA, so University of Virginia, mm-hmm. and I did nursing undergrad. Okay. So all four years. When I finished there, I never thought I wanted to come back to Philadelphia. Okay. Uh, but it was during the recession, I think, when we graduated. Right, right after. And I yeah. was having a really hard time finding like any new grad jobs mm-hmm. in New York um, or San Francisco. So and that's where you
1: wanted to go originally. Yeah.
0: Okay. So I got a job here in Philadelphia, and it was in women's health, and that's really all I wanted to do. So I was mm-hmm. also very picky about sort of the field that I wanted to go into right. in nursing. Okay. And yeah, after working for two years on a labor and delivery unit in the NICU, I mm-hmm. got into grad school at UPenn, Okay, and I then started working for Penn Fertility Care. Got it. A while okay yeah.
1: and then how did the idea of into come about? Yeah. Was it a
0: lightning bolt moment or is it something you thought about? You know, I think my whole life I always wanted to get into the business side of healthcare. So mm-hmm. it's always been women's health is a passion of mine. Okay. And I knew I wanted to work as a nurse for a while, but after you know getting that bedside experience, I wanted to get more into the business end of healthcare. And I knew I always wanted to do sort of my own thing. I've always okay. been a very independent thinker. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dad has his own company. So okay. I think he's sort of sparked something in me or maybe we share that common trait. Right. And I had always been playing around with the business and women's health, but it didn't, it wasn't a lightning rod moment. Okay. Um, I think it was <laughs> things over time. And I didn't really realize until looking back, like okay. all these little things sort Bad of built enough. up. Yeah. To where I am. But it was definitely inspired by working with my patients at Penn Fertility and okay. realizing sort of this niche in the market. Right. Um, and that it was really ripe for invasion. Right. So. And you did,
1: it came out at the
0: Wharton school, right? Mm-hmm. So how did yeah. that, can you tell us a story about that sure. too? So okay. I was in grad school uh, mm-hmm. at Penn already getting my master's of nursing and Kathy Burke, I think was the program yes. director at that interviewed time. her okay, too. Yes. Interviewed. She's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, but I got an email one day in my nursing school inbox about this health innovation program at Wharton. Okay. And so I applied to that, got in. And it was still while I was working full time at Penn, it was my last semester of grad school though, that I took this class. Okay. And And how old were you at this point? I was 27. Okay. Got it. Yeah, Just turned 27. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the whole point of the Wharton program was to create a company. So I'd come in with sort of these two ideas, um, both pretty tech heavy. Um, and I just had no idea how to get started. And okay. one of them was this idea about getting women safe and healthy products for their fertility journey. And then the other, uh, which I won't divulge cause it's something that we're still working okay. on, uh, but had a lot more to do with sort of like software and a hardware together. Okay. Um, and my, Morton Professor Gary is the one that actually was like, "I think you should go with this like e-commerce company." Right. Uh, and then the name came about just late at night. I had to hand in the business plan the next day, and you had to pick a name, and okay. it couldn't change like the entire time. Right during okay. the course. And I wanted something that wasn't limiting, mm-hmm. um, so I just started playing around with different words, and "Fun in the Oven" came up. And Just then dope. I shortened it to Binto, okay. which is B-I-N-T-O. Mm-hmm. And the URL was open and yeah, the rest is history. And the rest is history. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And didn't you win like the, yeah, uh, okay. So uh, we definitely, there wasn't a, a winner, but they were like, you were the best. The best. Yeah. Right. right. Okay. Um, and we got our first angel investors out of that sort of pitch day that the program ended in. Right. And it was just, it was so exciting. Like everything I worked for sort of came together, came to fruition. And yeah. I was able to sort of have that in front of me. And it gave me the ability to say, okay, let's take a leap of faith and let's go. Give me the it. confidence. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, and how many years ago was that? Was that, two- that was two years ago. Two years ago. Okay. Yeah. So now here we are. So can you dive into what exactly Binto is yeah. so the listeners have a full
0: understanding? Yeah. So I guess our short little slogan would mm-hmm. be, we are the digitally native women's lifestyle company okay. that's changing the way women take care of their reproductive health. Okay. So we do that uh, sort of twofold in the fact that we offer a service in conjunction with a product. Okay. So right now we operate as an e-commerce company. Mm-hmm. So you would come to our website You would fill out a survey Mm -hmm. on our site, and that survey asks a bunch of health questions. And there we collect data points. Okay. And we're able to match each woman with a customized suite of monthly products. And you sort of stay with those Mm -hmm. um, until like your health needs change. So you can update things at any time. as, far as the products go, yeah, they're all over-the-counter supplements. So we help you find your prenatal vitamin, uh, a vitamin that'll help maybe with if you're suffering from hormonal balance issues. We okay. have a whole line of fertility supplements, uh probiotics, and then we also in conjunction with the supplements have feminine hygiene products. So we we'll get it. you okay. like your tampons, pads, got it, whatever you need every month. Okay. And The point is that we really take the guesswork out of you standing in front of the vitamin aisle, wondering what the heck you need, right? Okay. For um, what you're suffering from, and it just it makes it as one customer said, because I like to talk to all of them, Mm -hmm. so we'll do consults. Um, She said, "I love it because it's one less thing that I need to stress about. Okay, while navigating the fertility process, right? It's and kind of like
1: outsourcing it a little, exactly. little bit. Exactly. Okay.
0: And as you mentioned, it's a really stressful time. Time, so yeah. It just like wipes all that away. Okay. So, someone, like I have a friend that mm-hmm. is suffering from or
1: um, having infertility struggles." What's the next step? I I tell her to go to Binto.com. Yep. And she can fill out the The survey. survey. Okay. Um, and
0: from there, we figure out a little bit more about her, like, diagnosis if she has one. Okay. How long have you been trying? Are you doing IVF, IUIs, trying naturally? Okay. Um, is it male infertility? And then all of that information. Oh, so even also, if they're doing IVF, they can still come with yeah. you know, the prenatal,
1: the racks exactly. yeah. Yeah. and so that.
0: It's actually important. Any woman of childbearing age. Mm-hmm. So when you get, start getting a period, you okay. should definitely be taking a vitamin that has at least 400 milligrams of folic acid. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, and that's recommendations from the CDC, which is our Center for Disease Control. And then the WHO, which okay. is World health organization. And that's because even though we're talking about infertility, mm-hmm. over 50% of pregnancies are unplanned. So, okay. you know, let's say you do happen to get pregnant. Um, folic acid is critical for preventing neural tube defects. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So what's this backed by, like scientifically? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Does, so Do
1: you have naysayers that are like, "How is? how do you know this is going to work? <laughs> You yeah. know
0: what I mean? We don't claim to treat or cure you or diagnose you. Uh, right. That's not at all my mission or what we're trying mm-hmm. to do. These are simply supportive products. Okay. Right? So a prenatal vitamin isn't a magic pill that's going to get you pregnant, but what it is going to do is get you sort of as healthy as possible. Okay. And make sure you have that folic acid right. or that extra vitamin E, vitamin six that. Um, B6, sorry, that <laughs> you might need yeah. to have on board. Um, and each and month think, it's delivered to them? Yep, yeah, okay. Each month it's delivered. Like to in them. a little box? Yep. Okay. It comes in awesome. was like, yeah, a yeah. box. Okay. It's cute. It yeah, has, yeah. like, a fun pattern on right. the inside and all that stuff.
1: And then what is the cost of it?
0: Like, is so, it more
1: cost-effective than going to, like, the CVS and trying to figure out what yeah. to buy?
0: Oh, you're so good. <laughs> you're so much better than me. Um, <laughs> yes, it's definitely more cost-effective. So if you went to Whole Foods... Okay and bought comparable products, it would be well over $100. uh, For us, our subscription plans start at $35 a month, Mm -hmm. and uh, max is up to $60. Okay. Uh, So we definitely save you money, and the products are all backed by research. So right now, like we're only using three uh, supplements that are proven effective to actually work for infertility or fertility issues. Um, And then we are made in a green facility in Oregon oh, wow. Our all of our supplements. Okay. So that was really important to us to have sort of a low carbon footprint. Right. When we're making it, right, right. Yeah. Um, our packaging is recyclable. Everything is BPA free, which is critical. Um, it's an endocrine disruptor. So really yeah. important for the fertility patients, okay. uh, all women in general. And then everything is organic where possible. Um, non-GMO. And then we source the best products from all over the world. Okay. So yeah.
1: Yeah. So do you ever have any naysayers about people? Um, because you're young, mm-hmm. you're 29, you know, you yeah. haven't been pregnant yet. Um, do people ever, you know, question you for that? Cause you haven't been through the struggle or not really?
0: No. I mean, I worked as an IVF and fertility nurse okay. for many years. Mm-hmm. So although I guess I quote, haven't been through it, Personally, right. I have definitely been sort of on the other side, other of side that, yeah, um, and helping my patients holding their hands through the right. entire process. So, not at all. I think it's something that sets us apart from our indirect competitors is the fact that we're founded by health professionals. health Professionals, yeah. Um, which really plays into sort of how we want to move going forward, which is offering women sort of health consults or building out our telehealth platform. Okay. And then for your customers, can they call you
1: too? Like, let's say they're mm-hmm. struggling, having a bad day, mm-hmm. or have a lot of questions. Is there a way for them to
0: yep, call Yep, definitely. You so okay. there's a way on the website when you finish the survey to schedule a nursing consult, mm-hmm. which will be with me or one of the other nurses. So okay. I definitely end up talking yeah. to all the our subscribers, which isn't yeah. scalable. Right. Uh, so we've been working a lot on how we're going to build that out moving okay. forward. Very forward. Yeah. yeah. So what's your team like too? Yeah. Like how many people are on the Binto team? Great question. I have a co-founder, Kevin. Okay. And he's definitely the yin to my yang. Um, Yeah. He's a serial entrepreneur. He's been through sort of the startup world Mm -hmm. twice before. And he just brings sort of that tech knowledge that I didn't have. So I have a lot of the health Side and we have our scientific advisors. And then Kevin really knew a lot about e commerce marketing okay. um, and the technology. So, like the sure. back end build of, of what we're doing. Yeah. So, it's a two, yeah. It's the two of us, Okay, the co founders. We have a seven person advisory board. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So, they're very active, which, uh, you know, I think it depends on the startup, but not a lot of advisory boards are that active. I think right. a lot of them have definitely put some skin in the game and helped yeah. us out. Okay. Um, and then we have uh, Abby part-time. Okay. She is sort of like our head of content and runs the blog. And right. then we do have uh, a backend engineer right now who's working on sort of that technology I mentioned. Okay. Um, and then a couple other people. Yeah. But yeah. A very awesome. small... Um, Team. Hands and, on, yeah. Yeah, we were excited to sort of get growing in the in the next couple. Of right, months. I love it. Yeah. So, can you
1: tell me any success stories? People love to hear about people who have struggled getting yeah. pregnant, and then they come to Binto, and mm-hmm. then they're able to conceive.
0: Definitely. So, um, in our beta program, we have mm-hmm. a thirty percent success rate mm-hmm. of women who graduate. I say graduate, but <laughs> move from the fertility subscription into the pregnancy subscription, okay, which is awesome. So, we've already had I think five bento babies born, okay, uh, which is really exciting. And yeah. then we have a couple more due this month, amazing, a couple weeks, yeah. Um, and, and these are women the who were having fall. issues and they came and yeah. subscribed, mm-hmm. okay, or um, who were just trying to get pregnant and they wanted to make sure that they right. were getting their prenatal vitamin or anything else. how long they needed. does it usually take so I think it depends on the woman it can okay. usually take a couple of months okay um, one of my favorites is Catherine's story so she had been using Bento for she was on her third month okay. she and her husband had just signed up or an IVF cycle. Okay. And they were about to pay like, I think $35,000. Right. Yeah. And then, um, right when she was about to start, they did a pregnancy test and she found out she was pregnant. pregnant. Oh my gosh. And our pregnancy subscription now, and just hearing that we, you know, saved this woman from having to pay $35,000 is amazing. Just incredible. Right, and obviously right. it's not going to be that way for everyone. Right. Um, if you have sort of a fertilization issue or you're having, you know, abnormal embryos. Yeah. There are certain things that we really can't help with. Sure. Um, yeah. and we're very open about that. Yeah, yeah. But you still need a prenatal vitamin on all of this stuff. So there's no right. reason why you can't use the product the and they're too. still gonna be helpful. Yeah. Um but there
1: have aren't. there like, been instances where someone's been using Binto products for a few months and then you encourage them to look at IVF, like if it's if it's not working or yeah, I
0: mean, we have to be careful with what we say. Right. 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 right yeah. Over the phone. there's yeah. specific laws in place. Right. But sure, they can sort of talk to me about their journey. Yeah. Um, and I'm sort of a nice sounding board for them. Totally. Or yeah. To talk to Definitely. Right now, which is really helpful. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think. I have had those conversations right. with
1: people. Right, right. And do you deal with emotional ups and downs? Like when I was talking to Lauren dudley Stevens,
0: she said it was an emotional roller coaster yeah. for those two years. Um, probably not as much bento because I don't talk to these women mm-hmm. every day. It's usually like a one-time consult. And right. Email follow-up. Um, yeah. And I don't, you know, we'll definitely throw that and maintain it. Um, but we'll have more nurses on definitely, yeah for that process. Okay working with my patient, you know, I had some patients at Penn Fertility that were my patients for the entire three years that I was there. Right. right? Okay. And that it's incredibly emotional. Mm-hmm. Um and you as a nurse have to also try to remember not to like bring your work home with you. Right, right, right. Um, or it'll lead to burnout. Totally. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, I don't think there's anything harder than calling your patient over and over again to tell them that she's not that they're not pregnant. right. Oh, you had to deal with that, yeah. Yeah. Oh like, my gosh. The physician isn't the one that calls them to the tell them yeah. whether they're pregnant or not. It's okay. You know, I mean, you're as a nurse, um, the one managing their cycle, right? Um, and coaching them through everything and holding their hands. So okay. You're definitely a part of that emotional side. Okay. Um, and you just have to learn that everyone grieves in different ways. Mm-hmm. So learning how to be supportive and let them know that you're there to listen and right. you know, that you're sorry, and, um, offer support where you can. Um, right. And then you learn sort of coping, str- coping. strategies yeah. for each you person, know, how yeah. to help them along, um, in an effective way. Right. But I didn't know you would do that. That's you know. really challenging. It's really sad.
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh. Definitely. Um, so how have you gotten the word out about Bin <laughs> too? people because it's such an awesome, you know, you're doing really awesome work. Mm-hmm. And you know, how do you let women know like around the country or world that you yeah. have these products that can help them?
0: So our top selling channels right now or marketing strategies are word of mouth is okay. so so powerful right. for this yeah. type of business. And okay. I think it is for most companies. Totally. Yeah. You have someone who's had a good experience. Um Having her refer her friends to us is Mm -hmm. really critical, uh, social media and our blog. Mm -hmm. So that content and those trustful conversations that we've created online they're really powerful. So why do women trust us with this health information? It's because of those conversations that we're having with them online. Um, Events are huge. Mm -hmm. So we've done events all the way from like here to Nashville, Uh, We'll be wanting to do more in New York City and Boston, probably California. So So events are just a great way to, again, have those conversations with women. Yeah. Um, And then those nursing consults. So, yeah, we've done a lot of testing marketing channels over the past year. And it's been fun to sort of see what works and what works and what doesn't. Yeah. So are there people subscribing
1: from like all over the place? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's really cool. I know. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah. That's and really I, cool. I
0: know you've gotten local press too, right? Yeah. Oh, I just right. watched your press Fox news. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> press is huge for us. Right. Um, so national press, uh, we definitely hope to get more of it. It's something that we're working yeah. on over the next couple months. Okay. But yeah. We've had a lot of amazing local press mm-hmm. um, and we've been lucky to have a great publicist that helped us with that page. Yeah, so. you were great on. I watched your little bit on. I think Foxes the
1: other night. You yeah. were so calm and collected.
0: Oh, thank you. <laughs> I know he was. Um, it was funny to be interviewed by him. Yeah, yeah. Um, without any media training. Yeah. When I go back and watch, and I'm like, oh wow, okay, I handled that. You did. Really you were well. really
1: calm and collected. I would have been freaking out and like yeah. talking a million miles a second, and mm-hmm. you were just like really calm just cool. Yeah. Um, so is there any competition in your industry too?
0: Yeah, there are indirect competitors. Um, but what's interesting, you know, when we pitch and it's in our slide deck, the companies that are out there are sort of in silos. So there's one that are sort of just focusing on, a women's vitamin, okay. or ones that are just focusing on feminine hygiene, or ones that are just focusing on telehealth for women. Right, okay. And so the beauty of Binto is that we have everything all in one place. Okay. Right. So we're founded by health experts, uh, which none of our competitors are. Okay. Right. And so uh, what we've learned is that pe- women love that mm-hmm. part of us um, and they want to talk to a nurse. For yeah. these. I mean, these are really high value issues that we're talking about. Right. And a lot of them, um, their questions can be answered within like a 24 hour time frame. And a lot of these women are waiting well over three weeks to get into their GYN. So right. sort of okay. how can we help these women um, through the service end Okay. and then giving them their products all in one place. Right. Yeah. I love it. Mm -hmm. Um, So obviously
1: infertility is a really big issue, but um, I know you guys help women who have all sorts of health issues. So I have three older sisters. Mm I'm probably all done having kids, hopefully. Uh, (laughs) But um, so, so... what other health issues do you help yeah, women great with? Great
0: question. Yeah. Just general wellness. Okay. Uh, period supports so of women who mm-hmm. are suffering from irregular cycles and they want to regulate it. Like, let's say they've just come off birth control. Okay. Um, women who are suffering from hormonal acne. Okay. We can help you women with polycystic ovarian syndrome, which okay. is, actually impacts like, I think one in 10 women. What is but that Exactly. Um, it's when you have a little bit more male hormone in you okay. and then, um, you have irregular ovulation or very infrequent, okay. uh, just because of the hormonal imbalance. Right. Um, and then you have a lot of what are called follicles on your ovaries. So it looks like a honeycomb. Oh, okay.
1: Got it. Um,
0: and so those women really suffer from a set of symptoms. Okay. Uh, and what we found is that a hundred percent of the women who use Bento are using us to help right. with a symptom. Amazing. Um, so that's really sort of a key to like identify those things at yeah. that stage, sort of who's your customer base. Okay. Uh, other things, obviously pregnancy, mm-hmm. you know, we help women get pregnant. We don't want them to leave us. Right. Uh, exactly. We can absolutely help you through your pregnancy. Postpartum is something that we really want to focus on. Oh, wow. in the future. Okay. And then menopause. Right. Yeah. So we look at, uh, women's health for the full reproductive life cycle. Okay. Maybe. And oh, one question I have for you too, because everyone yeah. talks about this too, is the
1: pill. Mm-hmm. a lot of people are saying that the pill is the cause of why a certain women can't get pregnant. Is there scientific evidence about that,
0: or yeah, we get that question a lot. All the time, okay. so the pill does not make you infertile. Okay, uh, what you have to remember is that the pill it does something; it suppresses your hormones, okay. so you're not. Ovulating when right you're on the pill, okay. Um, you only get a period because um, you're having what's called a withdrawal bleed, so you're okay. just shedding your uterine lining and that's what's making you bleed, okay. Not the fact that you're ovulating. So, Got if you've it. been on the pill for like 10 15 years mm-hmm. and you come off of it, your hormones are so so suppressed that it may take several months to a year, okay, to regain your natural period, okay. So, if it's over like six months to a year. You should definitely be working with your healthcare provider to figure out a plan okay. for, you know, what might be going on and right. how can you get your period back. Okay. That's a great question. Yeah, you're so knowledgeable
1: about all this stuff. <laughs> um, and this kind of leads me into my next question because obviously infertility is like a private event for a lot of people. Yeah. So what was it like breaking into this industry? I know you've been in it for a long time, yeah. but I think people get uncomfortable mm-hmm. around people talking about it like I think I have some friends that might be experiencing it and you don't want to say anything so how do, would you advise people to sort of yeah. go about it I
0: think we have to talk about it okay um, and I think you're gonna see a lot of there are a lot of companies or podcasts or blogs mm-hmm. newsletters that are popping up yeah that are sort of like talking about this okay. and Creating a conversation around women's health and okay. fertility in particular. Okay. So, I think it's such an exciting time right. to be in this market. Totally. Um, and I mean, I believe like 2018 is the year of the woman. So, yes. I feel like we're only going to see more of this. Yeah. And it's critical we start talking about it so that women don't feel or men feel alone. Because mm-hmm. um, right now, I think so many of them feel isolated or that like, you should just be able to get pregnant right away. And that's not the case. Right. Um, we should be there to support one another and empower women. Yeah. knowledge. And I'm grateful to just be a part of that. Part of that. Yeah. yeah. I love that too, because
1: I think that sometimes it gets hard too. like with the Instagram, you know, your, um, you know, your feed there's always so many babies, which is yeah. great. I, my sister, I mean, I have 14 years and nephews. I love yeah. seeing pictures of them and of my friends, um, siblings, babies, but I want listeners to remember also that there are a handful of women that are also struggling with um, infertility. So people that might be like going through Instagram know that they're mm-hmm. not alone. Yeah.
0: So, Definitely. and you're a
1: testament to that too.
0: Yeah. Which is awesome. I think with our social media, mm-hmm. we try to be really cognizant and aware of the images we post. Okay. Um, so if we do share a baby picture, it's a success story. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you go to our homepage, you're not going to see like baby bumps all over the place. Okay. Which I think a lot of traditional infertility right. uh, companies have. Mm-hmm. And it was really important to me when we started out that we let women know like infertility affects every race, mm-hmm. class and gender. Okay. Right. It's not just white women right Right. so what does infertility look like and what does it feel like Mm -hmm. um and now you know since we're not just infertility I'm grateful that we don't have these baby bump pictures all over the website um so that's been sort of key to our marketing is aware of these women already know that that's what they want Mm -hmm. right to be pregnant exactly Um, yeah so just be careful with the images you choose mm-hmm. and sort of the messaging that you put out there. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I think I did all my questions for the
1: okay. bento cause I had a handful. So in case I anything let me no, go. I think that was perfect. Um, but I also want to hear about your entrepreneurial yeah. journey cause okay. that's what the podcast is all about too. Um, and I remember when we met for coffee a few weeks ago, you mentioned that you had to do a lot of fundraising, mm-hmm. which I know is really cha- challenging cause I'm in, um, real estate. So my dad and brother were starting, yeah. we have a real estate fund. They had to go out in the recession and do so many pitches. And my dad was like, it was the most painful time. And yeah. he's like, I don't want to ever have to do that again. <laughs> and I know that you said you you know, are sort of in the midst of that and it's usually all men who yeah. are older. So what has that been like? I would love to know.
0: Yeah. It's definitely not for the week. Right. <laughs> um, and it's, definitely gives you a reality check. Yeah. I mean, people aren't just going to hand over their money. So exactly. it's really critical that you sort of show them how, you know, why is this a great market to enter? So like value and opportunity is okay. critical. Uh, know your numbers because okay. they're going to quiz you. Mm-hmm. Um, know the art of storytelling. So that's when you get them with like the why and the why now. Sure. Yeah. Um, and I think that's where I feel really strong and know your audience. Mm -hmm. So yeah, a lot of who I'm pitching to are old white men. Um, and that's not a bad thing. It's nothing against them. It's Mm -hmm. just, those are the investors that we have. Um, and we need to get more female investors uh, over time, but relate to them. So when I started out, when we were just fertility, Mm -hmm. most of these men are dads. Okay. So, okay. I want you to imagine a time that like a child has impacted your life. Right. Like, oh yeah. And you never know. A lot of these guys have actually been through a fertility journey with their wife. Right. And they're like, oh my gosh, I wish I had had this. Right. So you just have to figure out how to relate to your audience. Okay. Um, now it's a little bit different because we're not just for, for fertility. We're okay. for sort of all of women's health. Sure. Um, yeah. So now I sort of, I've been trying this new thing where they're like, I just don't get like why chronic yeast infections are a big deal. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, <laughs> um, are you going to wait around to see your doctor for three weeks for erectile dysfunction? Right. And then their face, they're it's like, dropping. oh yeah, no, I'm not going to wait. Right. And so again, that idea of like just framing it mm-hmm. in a way that they can understand. Yeah. Because they just don't have the same reproductive system that we do. So exactly. we just have to like have them see the why and why okay. it's so urgent and such a big need. Right. Um, but yeah, I definitely had times where I've been sort of flustered or caught off guard or mm-hmm. felt, um, attacked. You know, I was reading this, a friend sent me this, um, article from Harvard business review. Okay. And I never really thought about it before, but it said that, um, there's this sort of social bias and we don't even realize it. Okay. Where um I think they captured multiple pitches from TechCrunch. Okay. And even like female investors are asked and male investors ask um more negative okay. questions of female entrepreneurs. Oh wow. And it leads to them getting significantly less funding. Okay. Um, so those negative questions will put women entrepreneurs on the defensive. Okay. Um, and that's definitely happened to me. Like they had like a little set of questions in there mm-hmm. that are defensive. And instead of saying something, okay, oh, hey, that's great. Like, you know, your customer, tell me how you're going to capture them. Right. They'll say, okay, how many users do you have? And why do you think, um, I forget what they are, but it's definitely the questions that they have. Right um, are more sort of negative. Okay. And so to be ready to yeah. Be so on the game. So yeah. I'm lo- learning now how to frame my answers. Right. and uh, it To have whatever, like the positive yeah. upswing. Sure. To frame it, to showcase our wins because mm-hmm. we have a lot of those. Definitely. Yeah. But yeah. It's been,
1: it's been an interesting ride. Yeah,
0: yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and I always talk about different setbacks and failures in my mm-hmm. podcast interviews. So, um, a longer entrepreneurial journey is there any setback or failure that sort of stands out and maybe like set you up for later success mm-hmm. but it was hard to go through at the time
0: yeah I don't think I wouldn't say we've had failures mm-hmm. but definitely setbacks yeah sort of these learning points right. along the road um I went into I'm a, a Ben Franklin it, Here in Philadelphia, Ben Mm -hmm. Franklin Technologies is one of our biggest investors. Um, They're one of Philadelphia's only seed stage Mm -hmm. firms, um, investment firms. And they're phenomenal. Uh, As part of it, they offer this mentorship program, but it's not run under Ben Franklin. That's something else. Um, And it's meant to be sort of like a closed door opportunity for you to work with mentors um, and talk about anything and in a safe place. That's awesome. Where none of these people have like a financial um sort of interest in your company. Right. Okay. And so I went to the first one. Okay. And it was mostly men. I only had one female Mm -hmm. mentor. And this guy just started attacking me Mm -hmm. um, with like quizzing me on our company's numbers. And I'm like, um, okay, like I just met you. Right. Um, and you're supposed to be here to mentor me. Yeah. Um And that just sort of taught me (laughs) how to deal with people like that. Because you're going to meet a lot of those people. So those naysayers and people who tell Mm you you can't. You're going to come across a lot of those. Um, Luckily, I now he's not a mentor of mine anymore. Um, I mean, I have some more female mentors, but it gave the group another shot. And I'm so glad I did. Yeah, good. You know, we been able to coach me. Numbers are a weakness of mine. Like I don't have an MBA. Um, Mm -hmm. I wasn't an accounting major. I wasn't a finance major Mm -hmm. and it's something that I'm continually working on. Right. So that's something that's been hard and a Mm -hmm. roadblock. Uh, the other thing I'd say as a young company is people who, um, will sort of try to use you. Okay. Right. Um, and, there are just so many things I didn't know when we started. When we oh, started. Yeah. Like I gave like $10,000 for someone to build our first website. And okay. Someone who works more for like a Comcast. Right. Um. So we're a much smaller company and our yeah. needs are different. And looking back, you know, we've completely rebuilt the website since then. Yeah. Like, oh man. Like I wish I hadn't put that much, that much money yeah. towards something. Um. And you know you learn those things along the way, on, yeah. and I'm glad I learned it early on, right? Uh, so that we're more aware moving forward, right? There, yeah, there are definitely bumps along the bumps road. It, yeah, you get people who tell you you can't, you can't mm-hmm. all the time, but yeah, I mean, look at our success uh, with our customers and how we've right. grown and. I love proving people
1: wrong. Right. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's, it's fun. Yeah. Someone said use naysayers to, um, to compel you to, exactly. to keep going. Yeah. You right. To. Yeah. And I remember I interviewed, um, Joanne Klug. She started Joe fit. They sell women tennis mm-hmm. and golf apparel. She's awesome. And she said she did the same thing. She invested in someone like PR, like $12,000 yeah. the first year. And she's like, I don't know why I did that. Because yep. to like help her with the marketing side. and But it was just a learning experience. Yeah, exactly.
0: Too. I mean, you have to test these yeah. things out. Um, and she learned early on that maybe PR, that person wasn't the right, for the right person. Her, but right. She know, now she knows what marketing strategies do work. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> um, and then the other thing I wanted to ask you too about, you know, if there's any listeners out there that might also have a passion mm-hmm. or um, some sort of dream job or side business that they want to start, what advice would you give them to pull the trigger?
0: Yeah. So I think I mentioned it, that it was like that Wharton class that like finally gave me the The confidence confidence. and made me realize that everything I had done in my life, whether it was like my trips to Malawi when I was 16, Mm -hmm. only working in health, becoming a nurse, um, getting into this Wharton program, like everything led me to that. So I'm sort of someone who believes that happen for a reason. A reason so, yeah. If you have like a sign that hits you or, mm-hmm. um, you have, you know, that you don't want to live your life with any regrets, mm-hmm. then you should absolutely try it out. Um, okay. maybe try it before you quit right. <laughs> your job or something. If you need money, um, because you definitely, I mean, I've given up everything to build this, this company, mm-hmm. you know, you know, we're building a new technology. We're creating something that doesn't exist. Okay. So it's very much a startup and a startup that will need venture capital money to definitely. move forward. Yeah. So yeah, uh, have confidence in yourself, but mm-hmm. know that if you're someone who doesn't have a lot of grit or gives up easily, then okay. maybe it's not for you. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, you're going to have to keep going. Yeah, definitely. Start small.
1: Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously you have strong work ethic and grit, but is there any other quality that you have that sort of has
0: helped you along this journey? Mm-hmm. I think you have to be flexible. Okay. Um, and growing up, I suffered from ADD. Mm-hmm. And my whole life, I was on, like, from third grade, they put me on Ritalin. Okay. Um, and then all through high school, I took Adderall. Um, and then in college, I actually stopped taking it. Okay. And I'm so glad I did mm-hmm. because I think that having ADD actually – has set me up with how to sort of cope and learn how to focus in a different way. Okay. And especially as an entrepreneur, you're constantly, or as a nurse, like having to highly focus on one mm-hmm. thing for a certain amount of time. Okay. And then you're going to be pulled in a completely different direction. Right. Okay. So you have to be able to pivot quickly. Right. Um, and not get so f- right focused Yeah. And be able to manage multiple things happening mm-hmm. in one day. Um, I think the other quality I have is Although, you know, we're very focused in the present moment, day to day, filling orders, managing yeah. different things, half the time or, you know, a third of the time at this stage, you have to be thinking about the future. Right. So what's the vision? Okay. And how are we going to scale this company? And that's something that any investor is going to look for. In the right. Entrepreneur. Exactly. Yeah. I love that. Um, so
1: do we have time for rapid fire questions? Yeah, go for it. Okay, cool. Um, so when you think of the word success, who do you think of? It can be more than one person. (laughs) I was reading this right before
0: you got it. Oh my gosh. It's a tough question. Some (laughs) people like struggle with it. it. Yeah. It's a tough question. I think, I mean, Warren Buffett. Right. Obviously, totally, yeah. um, incredibly successful. And then for a female, I think of Tori Birch. Just sort of like that. Your alma mater. Yeah. She's just um, incredible. So that's who I think of, when mm-hmm. I think of success. Definitely.
1: Have, has she spoken? Have you seen her speak at all? Or Yeah, I
0: think she has come back to okay. Maybe a couple of times.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know she goes to, um, I think, Mary Cricket. She's sometimes seen there. Yeah. Yeah. For listeners that aren't from Philadelphia, it's a yeah,
0: right? The, yeah, she did. Yeah. she is from the
1: area. Right. Um, so, what advice would you give to your 25 year old self? And it's funny, for typically I interview people a little bit older. Yeah. So, I'm always like, what advice would you give to your 30 year old self? But since we're, what are you, 29? Yeah. 20? Okay, yeah.
0: Um, I think I would have told my young 20 self to relax mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah. Um, and as I said, looking back, I'm like, wow, everything in my life has led me to this. Right. And, I would get really frustrated at points Mm. and wonder like, why am I still, you know, working as a nurse Or like, what am I even working towards? Mm. And now I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is, this is it. And I wish I had not, Gotten so frustrated at points, and learned to just go with, the flow to go with it and, and relax.
1: Yeah, <laughs> calm down. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, and this isn't really rapid fire, but I totally forgot. I was uh, last night. I thought of this question to ask you. Aren't you a yoga instructor certified? I mm-hmm. So when
0: did that happen? Because that probably I, helps you with your mental state and everything. Um, I'm so grateful I did that. I started practicing yoga to help me uh, when I was taking the nursing board. Okay. Um, as a way to the guy I was dating um, broke up with me. Okay. So this wasn't divine. <laughs> no, okay. And it was like, right before I was going to have to take my boards and I was an emotional wreck. And yeah. and I was like, why don't you try yoga? And she's probably like, Oh God, what have I started? And right, right. I became obsessed. He became obsessed. Yeah. This was probably seven years ago. Now. Okay. Um, and I had built up a daily practice mm-hmm. and I guess three or four years ago, I did my, uh, 200 hours. Wow. Workout. Teacher training, okay. Um, and I've been working towards my 500 hours. Wow. it's hard to a lot harder to find the time now, right, to do it. But I love it, and I teach uh, fertility yoga workshops Amazing. around the city. Mm-hmm.
1: Does that help you relax too?
0: Yoga and
1: everything. Okay, um, I've been bad about it. The
0: past <laughs> year was <I've been> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. finding time to practice myself, but right. at least you know I have a very good home practice, mm-hmm. so I can practice at home if I want. Um, and I try to go a lot from the weekend okay. to breathe. Yeah.
1: I need to try it. I get so hooked on like running or mm-hmm. flywheel and then I'm like, that's it. That's all I'm doing. Yeah. But I
0: need to try new things. Yeah, because I think I need everyone to needs to take some quiet time or learn how mm-hmm. to be still or silent. Okay. Um, and it definitely improves your mental health. Mental health. Definitely. Sure. Yeah. Um, and if you could gift one book to anyone, what would it be? Who's reading this one too? I have no idea. I do love this one book. Uh, It's a yoga book. Okay. It's called The Art of Awakening by Mark Nepo. The Art of Awakening. Okay. And it's a bunch of short stories, Mm -hmm. but then each short story is followed by a meditation. Oh, nice. And he has a story for every single day. Okay. of the year. I like that. Yeah. And it's really good to read like at night or in the morning. And they're so relational and it mm-hmm. just has a lot of good life advice. Oh, good.
1: I'll put that in the show notes too.
0: So okay. people can easily <laughs> access
1: it. Um, but I think we hit on everything. Yeah. Yeah. I that did. was
0: good. Thank you. Steph. Thanks, Susie. Loved, this is fun. I know. I love sharing a little bit more about fertility and hopefully
1: exactly Have so somebody, somebody out there. For yeah. For, more
0: information. for sure.
1: Hi, everybody. Thank you so very much for taking the time to listen to High Five Success Stories. To learn more about the podcast, feel free to follow me on Instagram. My handle is at High Five Success. Or on Facebook, you can like High Five Success Stories with Steph Hayden. Or I'm also on Twitter. My handle is at High Five Hayden. And lastly, you can subscribe to the newsletter on my website, www.stephayden.com. And if you get a second, I would really appreciate it if you could rate the podcast on iTunes.
0: Thanks so much.